Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. We are in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 5. Let's begin in verse 33. Then they said to him, John's disciples fast often and say prayers, and those of the Pharisees do the same, but yours eat and drink. Jesus said to them, You can't make the wedding guests fast while the groom is with them, can you? But the time will come when the groom will be taken away from them. Then they will fast in those days. So John the Baptist's uh, John the Baptist had disciples of his own, and they they come up often, and we we see them uh, even in the Book of Acts. In fact, um, one of them would be Apollos, I believe. You know, at least he would adhere to the teachings of John the Baptist, and then meet with Priscilla and Aquila, uh, who would teach him the, the 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 truth about baptism. And I think that Apollos would then go on to be uh, the author of the book of Hebrews. That's just my, my theory based on the Greek. But John the Baptist had disciples of his own. They will come in from time to time, and uh, they'll, they'll be a part of the discussion. They'll ask a question, and there'll be messengers from Jesus to John the Baptist while John the Baptist is in prison. And they evidently were seen publicly fasting. Now, that brings up a question, because as Jesus would teach in Matthew chapter 6, Fasting is something that you do privately. If you make a big public deal about your fast, then you're getting all the all that you're going to get out of it. Okay, if you post a a sad selfie while fasting, <laughs> then like the likes that you get on that, which are not going to be very many on your Facebook post, or your Instagram photo or whatever you do, that's all you're getting out of it. Instead, you do so in secret. You pray for your countenance you know, as you suffer, and you don't try to project an image that longs for attention, because you're not trying to bring glory to yourself. There are corporately prescribed fasts in the book of Leviticus, but all other fasting then is on, is on an elective basis, and it's to be done privately. Jesus would, uh, Jesus would correct this um, as, the, as the narrative continues, but I, I want to zoom in on what he said in verses 34 and 35 real quick. Jesus said to them, you can't make the wedding guests fast while the groom is with them. What is he talking about here? Jesus is the groom. The church is the bride. That's been an image uh, indelible to the gospel from Genesis through Revelation. It begins with a wedding. It ends with a wedding. The greatest miracle of all time. The, the last miracle of all miracles Uh is the marriage of the Lamb, that is, Jesus and the church. But the time will come when the groom will be taken away from them. He's talking about the cross, and then they will fast in those days. So he's saying, look, go easy on my guys. I'm with them, so we're going to eat, we're going to drink. All right, I'm, I'm with them right now. This is Think of it like the bachelor party. And I'm going to be taken away. I'm going to go to the cross. He doesn't reveal those words, but we know what's going to happen. And then, then in those days, they will fast and they will pray. Look at what the Pharisees get wrong also about fasting. Here's something that we've studied before. Isaiah uh, chapter 58. Why have we fasted, but you have not seen? We have denied ourselves, but you haven't noticed. Look, you do as you please on the day of your fast and oppress all your workers. 
You fast with contention and strife. You strike viciously with your fist. You cannot fast as you do today, hoping to make your voice heard on high. Will the fast I choose be like this, a day for a person to deny himself, to bow his head like a reed, and to spread out sackcloth and ashes? Will you call this a fast and a day acceptable, acceptable to the Lord? Isn't this the fast I choose? To break the chains of wickedness, to untie the ropes of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and tear off every yoke. This is a burdensome instrument placed upon an animal to make him work. This is the way that the Pharisees were fasting, bowing their heads, spreading out uh, sackcloth and ashes. That's not the kind of fasting that God asked for, but that's the kind of fasting that was evidently popular. Yesterday, we spoke a great deal about virtue signaling, and Christians have our own version of this too, righteousness signaling. Uh, my Catholic friends, I'm sorry, but I think that all the regalia that leadership wear, like that the papal leadership wear, I think it's kind of hilarious because <laughs> it's not prescribed in the Bible, all right? Uh, it's just made up. Like, ooh, this is righteous, and this hat is pointy and tall. <laughs> like, none of, I think God finds those costumes ridiculous. We, we don't signal how righteous we are. We don't make a big deal out of it. We don't make a big show out of it. Rather, in contrition, we beat our chests and say, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. That is the one who goes home justified before God, not the one who in pomp and circumstance and regalia and self-aggrandizement puts on a show to say, look at how big and awesome and righteous I am. That was the whole point of fasting for the Pharisees. It's inappropriate even to go up to Jesus and his disciples while they're eating and while they're drinking and ask, why don't you fast as much as those guys do? <laughs> Like the question itself is inappropriate because you don't know if someone's fasting. That's the whole point. You won't know it. You can look at Jesus and his disciples. You can tell that they're not fasting right now. They're eating right now. But evidently you've had something to eat in the last week because you're still alive. <laughs> like it's, it's hypocritical. It's inappropriate. Why aren't you as righteous as I am is the nature of that question. Why aren't you as righteous as John the Baptist disciples? Why aren't you fasting right now? And it's a, it's a, a foolish, foolish question because that was their understanding was that fasting was to be done publicly. Christians can likewise righteousness signal and we can, we can do stuff for the sake of being seen as righteous, going on a mission trip to Africa to work with orphans and then posing with a selfie for them. And that was the point of the whole trip. Okay. Watch out, Christian, watch out. That's all you're going to get out of that trip. Like, don't let your works of righteousness be done so that others can see it. You do these things in private, and then God, who sees what is done in private, will reward you. So on the subject of fasting, it was not the time to fast for Jesus and the disciples. Jesus said that time would come later. On the subject of fasting, would you consider a personal fast that is private? It could be as simple as just skipping lunch today in favor of prayer. 
And would you pray for revival in the Seattle area? Would you confess your sin and ask God to bring repentance upon our whole city? Can you imagine how awesome it would be if God brought revival here? It'd be pretty amazing, wouldn't it? So I would encourage you, consider a personal fast that is private, no selfies, nobody knows about it, but you and God.